0: Listener. Kickpod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulukut Wulun clan of the Boomerang, who are a part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the Kickpod,
1: your DNM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, four.
0: Hello there. I'm saying hello with a mouthful of coffee. Hello, hello. How are you? Good. I'm drinking a lovely coffee. That's lovely. And I'm really happy. Did Mandy make it for you? Mandy, yes, thank it's you. Cold Mandy, though, Mandy. It? No, it's cold though, isn't it? No, mine's cold too. Still really nice. We got distracted and we've been <laughs> <laughs> the coffee's been it's sitting there. Really nice. And you know what? You know how you uh, want to go when I'm a celebrity? Get me out of here. So we need to start um, campaigning for
2: that. Everyone. Oh, PS. I've got some news on that. Not news, just like something, an update. Oh. Um, I wasn't going to tell you, but I'm going to tell you now. I may have sent that audio to the channel 10 publicist <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> Yeah. so if you do get a call you're welcome wow but I mean they're not casting until later I, I think say, maybe like they're probably waiting till like September October I reckon don't I'm get so me too excited we'll see
0: okay because what I was gonna say is it looks like a beautiful show like I think it would also be so a great a beautiful to show no like it's like I love oh, the like connection in the connection that you make that's with what people. I love I feel like it would be it so nice to go there yeah. right the thing that would hold me back though mm. is not being able to have coffee. like it's like honestly, I, that's the thing I care about the most. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say is like one of the most challenging parts is like, like, take like a couple anything of days in me you're like not my coffee. <laughs> like take my husband, no jokes. love you Dalton. Don't take my husband, but I just I couldn't survive without coffee. Yeah, see the hardest
1: part for me would be spending time away from Harvey, which is what was really nice. Woody
0: opened up about that when he was on the show. That would be hard, but also coffee. <laughs> <laughs> also coffee. Anyway, let's get into it. So, Steffi, you have got an update for us.
1: I do, and I am personally super excited about it. And it's not just a personal excitement. I think the whole entire community um, is are very excited about yeah. this. And our team has been working their butts off on this. And what I am talking about is our new gym program, which is called Lift, is launching into the app. And for those who hadn't heard, it is a 12 week progressive gym program and it is coming on Sunday, the 30th of July. So we've always been that PT in your pocket, but now we're that PT in your pocket that can also teach you how to use gym equipment.
0: Because it is overwhelming it walking into the gym. And so if you want something to support you, yeah, I need that. Yeah, I don't know what the heck to do. The
2: it machine. gives you a plan the
0: that you can follow. And it's flexible as well. You can progress
1: and swap your exercises. So if you come up to something and you don't like the look of it or you want to have a different option, you can swap it for something different. Or you feel like challenging yourself, you can go you know, to a progressive option. Also, the thing about gym equipment is it's not always available. So you can always go to a different round or swap it around. So it is very flexible and it is for all levels of fitness. So whether you're a beginner in the gym um, or you're advanced, you can get a lot out of this program because really when it comes to this structure of this program that Danny has designed, Danny, our head PT at Kick, is you put in your own weight. So It's really up to you how heavy or light you Mm -hmm. go. And some tips for Danny for those who are starting out, especially those who are going from free weights to possibly following this gym program, is to start light. So when it comes to things like barbell squats, for an example... Just go with the barbell. 20 kilos is what a barbell is. Exactly. It's 20 kilos. So that's likely if you've been working out from home or just with kettlebells and stuff like that, 20 kilos is probably more than you've ever squatted with anyway. And it is also a different feeling squatting with a squat rack than it would be with a kettlebell or a dumbbell. So he says for the first couple of weeks, he doesn't want you to finish your workouts or your sessions feeling like you're absolutely spent, you know, he wants you to feel like you could have possibly done a few more reps and that's okay. So it's important to not go too hard in the beginning. That is the biggest tip. If you can only get to the gym once a week, that's okay because our 12 week program, you can choose to go one, two, three, four, or five days a week in your plan. Um, And even if you do choose five days and you only get to the gym a couple of days, it's all good because it won't progress without you like our other programs. And the schedule is always there for you to skip or go backwards and
0: all that good stuff. So we are so excited for the launch of Lyft. Steffi, as you know, I have got two God of retrievers who I love dearly, Bill and Ben. Yes. They're our children. We love them very much. Anyway, aside from that, I was at the dog park hmm. and I want to talk to you about dog park etiquette. Yeah. It can be a beautiful place, but it can also be a shit place and yeah. people are either so nice Or they're just yeah, that's true. Not, and the other day I was at the dog park. So I take Bill and Ben to a off lead dog park. Yep, like it's got a sign. Your dogs can be off lead. That's all point. It's fenced exactly. There is always at honestly all times of the day at least five to ten dogs there. It's a popular dog park. Anyway. Took them there mm. one night. Mm. It was getting, because obviously now with, well, in winter in yeah, Australia, it's, cold. it's dark at five o'clock. Yeah. So, or 5.30. So I can't get there before that time with work no. often. So I, maybe I got there at like 5.45. So it was yeah. just. On dusk. On dusk. Yeah. So it was getting dark and there were lots of dogs with these. They have these funny um, collars with neon lights in it. Oh, but that's, you know, that's it's smart. because so that they, so they can see them. Yeah. But I just, I, I. So I they see them, but also
1: if they run off, they don't get hit by a car. So the cars oh. can see them. Oh. Yeah. Okay, there it's you go.
0: It's not just park. It's I thought it was just at the park if you take your dog to the park yeah. at night. Anyway, right. okay, well, there you go. So yeah. anyway, they've got these neon dogs. So Ben was a bit obsessed with one of them with the neon thing because yeah. he doesn't have one. Yeah. But I could hardly see them. Anyway, but it was fine. We always go to that park. And they were playing with a dog, playing. Bill and Ben are not, they're not aggressive. They don't no. aggressive play because obviously there's different types of play. They were just playing and they were literally just chasing this dog around. How? how what is this dog? Uh, a medium sized, I think it was like a poodle slash, not a groodle. So kind of like Rocky, Bailey's dog? Like no, sorry. The same size as Bill and Ben, oh, but okay. so a little a big bit dog. skinnier. A big dog. A big so dog. same size. They, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. they were matched perfectly. Yeah. They were having a great time. And then I don't know how old this dog was, yeah. but the lady was like, my dog's tired. So she just, the, straight out, my dog's tired. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh, okay. You, like in my head, I'm like, you want to take your dog home yeah, then? Take your dog home. And she was like, and she was like t- talking to her dog, like, don't worry, they'll leave you alone soon. They'll leave you alone soon. And was looking at me and I was like, are you, what the, f-? anyway. And yeah. it was also, it was a group of like four people that must go to the dog park at exactly the same time every night. And Did I felt like anything? they were a bit like. Or haven't seen you here before. It was like, and I was like, oh, what? they yeah. were very clicky. And I wasn't oh. in their dog park click. Anyway. There is dog park click. They were all just staring at me. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So then I go to get, I, I was like, oh, I'll try and grab. And I was there by myself trying to grab Bill and Ben from her. And I was like, oh, do you want me to put them on the lead? And she was like, yes. And I was like, what? Oh. We are at a dog park. They are playing. We just got here. Why yeah. do I? Anyway, so I'm then ending up trying to put yeah. Bill and Ben on the lead. I Which honestly is not it an took an easy me feat. like 10 minutes because yeah. I couldn't grab them. And then I and was they were probably one thinking, what
2: we've just got here. I'm trying to
0: get the other one. Yeah. And it, I literally had all my hands twisted. And she was just giving me this death stare, like my poor dog. And I was like, is this? And I just
2: left. And I was like, why was I
0: the person yeah. that had to leave? Yeah, that's shitty. Anyway, that's shitty. I just find some people at dog parks are just so rude. Yeah.
1: So rude. That's not very nice. And no. I do agree with the click thing. I always see like the same groups together, and it's like if your dog kind of goes past, they'll like stop talking about whatever they're talking about and just kind of look at you. Some of them are more friendly than others, and then it's like I have to kind of just keep walking. Like it's like no, I don't want to be part of this click. I don't want to be expected to come yeah. every night at the same time.
0: They were also but, a bit bitchy. I didn't. Oh, want to Oh, that's be their not click. nice. They were a bit bitchy. Not a so nice I was like, click. I don't like you, so I'm not coming back at this time again. Anyway. We had to ask you guys mm. what happened at the dog park because there are so many, there are so many good Unsurprising. stories. Unsurprising. So first one, Steph, what did Hannah say? Okay. So Hannah said, my dog was playing with another dog.
1: So similar to your yes. story laws. They were wrestling around on the ground, not paying attention to anyone as dogs do. They ended up knocking a lady over and the poor thing <laughs> ended up with a broken hip. Oh, Okay. The worst part was that all the dogs thought it would be a good idea to lick her face when she was down on the ground oh. wailing. Safe to say, we no longer go to that park.
0: Oh, that's, that's hard. hard. And, it, and it's one of those things. I feel like once you're at an age mm. where you can't, where when you get older and you can't stand still, I don't think you should go to the dog park. No, like you can't. Like no, you I can't disagree. support yourself.
1: I disagree. No, you're saying if you are an older person. Yes
0: and you are I don't think like, you should go to a busy whole, dog park the whole reason you were like you're getting out and exercising that's good yeah, for them that's how the they park. can like stay mo- not not a busy enclosed dog park
1: no but you got to anyway, lots of people get knocked over by dogs regardless of how old they are
0: yeah, but I think if I, like if I'm knocked over, the impact on me is not going to be as big as like an eighty-year-old. And I think if if it's a park with like a lot, mm. if it's enclosed mm. and there's always like twenty plus dogs there, I think for an old person to go, it's but We dangerous. don't know that. We don't know if that's the case. Yeah, it depends. A normal yeah. park, absolutely, they need to get out. Yeah. But I think for an enclosed dog park, yeah, maybe risk it. stand on the other side of the fence.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. that would have been very really awkward. Yes. Okay, we have another one from Nicole. My nun has a cavalier. Every time we go to the dog park with her, instead of playing with the dogs, she literally just runs from owner to owner, begging for treats and getting treats from all of them. She is a very, very round
0: cavalier. Cute. (laughs) That's very cute. That's smart. That is very cute. I don't take treats though. Do you take treats? No. That's what people that train their dogs properly do. I mean, you have done that, but me, no. I didn't ever use treats because that's not... I
1: don't think that's proper because then they expect a treat every time they do something right.
0: Well, no. My sister has a guide dog. Oh. And she all the train. She's, they're getting the guide dog. Someone comes every week to her house Doesn't and mean, helps you've train. Always going to have treats. I don't know, but all the listen. treat, all the training up until they're one with oh. the guide dog, I believe is with, with treats, treats. for award.
1: Oh, this one's from Nick from kick. Our team.
0: So this was at a dog beach.
1: I was there with my friends, British bulldog who definitely couldn't swim. <laughs> and he ran into the water and oh. there was this huge drop off and the dog <gasps> just started sinking. And so my friend had to run into the water, and then all of a sudden she was up to her neck oh. <laughs> dragging the dog um, out of the water. It was scary, but hilarious. Oh, my God. There's like little, oh. little I can just imagine like a little kettlebell just sinking down.
0: Oh, and you just assume
2: dogs will be able to swim. That would be quite scary. And Mandy, you have something for us. Um, Yeah, so this happened to me a few years ago now. I was dog sitting a friend's dog, and she said, oh, he's fine off the lead. you know, he plays with other dogs, he's fine. So he's off the lead in the dog park. Um, He spots a little boy that I'm going to say is, like, just walking, like a two-year-old maybe, and this tiny little toddler, he runs up to him. So this is like a – I can't remember the breed, but it's like a medium-sized dog. Um, Runs up to the little kid who's eating a hot dog in a little set, like a little bunning sausage, and eats the whole (gasps) thing out of his hand, napkin and everything, literally swallows it whole. And I was like, oh, my God. And because it's not my dog, I was like, oh, no, like mortify the poor little kid was like bawling his eyes out. The dad was like, it's okay. And I'm like, I'll buy you another one. I'm so sorry. And the dad's like, don't worry about it. We're going home. And I was Aww. like, oh, I felt awful. Especially that just a normal park, Mandy? It was a dog park. It was, it a, was dog a dog park. park. But still, for it to run up and eat yeah. the hot dog out of a yeah. kid's Again, mouth. Again,
0: don't have nah, – I'm sorry. I'm going back to my old person <laughs> thing. Don't go to the dog park with a kid with a piece of food. I, no, I'm, I'm going to half agree with you,
1: Laws. One half of me is thinking – a hundred percent. A toddler is very close to the ground. Yeah. A lot of dogs aren't trained to like Especially not take Especially a sausage.
2: Like that's like, yeah. that's like that's the a dog's mouth. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> I completely agree with that. Well, I'm not the only one because Stephanie has a similar story. Oh, really? Okay. 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 So not I took me. my dog to the dog park after
1: work one day um, and I was starving because I didn't eat or shift. So I stopped at Macca's on the way oh. and I took the bag of Macca's into the dog park with me. And the second I walked in there, I just got absolutely bombarded by a group of dogs who stole the bag out of my hand and just absolutely demolished it and
0: yeah i don't go back there anymore because the owners were not happy that i gave their dogs a big mac meal (laughs) (laughs) what kind of dogs are at this dog park what do you mean that's a lot of all of them to come and (laughs) corner her and take her mcdonald's (laughs) okay the last one we have is from maddie I took my dog to the dog park and I noticed that she was doing a poo and I noticed that the poo was, like, stringing out of her bum and it wasn't finishing. And I was like, what is happening? And I went over to her and it was because she'd obviously eaten some sort of rope and the rope was hanging out of her butt. So all these people were watching me pull pull the rope out of her butt. (laughs) Oh my god! And they're probably judging, like oh you shouldn't let your dog eat that. Like that's what people always do to me. I'm like, well, obviously I didn't give it to him. He just got it. Because I know you guys have pulled like rags and stuff out you have of to your dog's bottoms. Be careful bums. though, pulling. It's be- it's better not to pull to it out. Pull it know, out. Not, so anyone listening, like, don't. It's not good to pull not it to, out. Not to like fully tug. Tar- I have assisted before. assisted them. Yeah. So have you ever had to do that? Not at home. Um. No, but I do every time I pick their poo up, Ben's poo, because he just eats so many miscellaneous things and I mm. obviously am so worried about it. <laughs> uh, I do check his, like I'll, I'll, when I pick his poo up, I pick it up in three pieces so I can see if there's any things in there and I do that in public. So you, you go one by one and like yeah. check it yeah. out. Nice. Yeah. Why do we always end on poo? I don't know. <laughs> one, two, three. It is time to open up our kick mail. I've
2: got something for you. (gasps) Open the mailbox. Open the (laughs) mailbox. No one,
0: no. no. I'm I'm so happy that that's mainly no, no. I'm so happy. The start party's bad, but fine. The second party's no. Open the mailbox. Hang on, that's what you're happy. Open the mailbox. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best we could do. We, we keep it. the start, we cut the end. So can it's we just put this. Well, can okay. we put this on our Instagram stories, our kickpot Instagram mm-hmm. stories, and yeah. vote? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll have options. Maybe we can ask. Well, let's,
1: like, open
2: it up. Maybe we have some, like, I don't know, DJs sorry, audio whiz. and audio wizards. They could, like, do something See, here's it. the thing. Yeah. It depends on what you – because we could make a random one. But if we're using your singing, I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not much we can do.
0: <laughs> so I vote. We just take, keep the start. We cut okay. the end. Start again, totally.
2: People think it's horrible. You sound like a genie in a bottle. We keep stuff. the full, yeah, I like that. There actually is a version that just goes like this: open the mailbox, and then it ends there. <laughs> I <I'm> mean. Into- <laughs> There is it that is version weird. if you want that. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> okay, so a you, you guys
0: have to decide: is it just the the, the start part opening the? Genie? Or Do we have the bull and bull? Is it the bizarre the Bill bit and Ben voice? Full, yeah, that's and Bill and Ben yeah, voice. Yeah, it's that's just what we're a bit doing. bizarre, or yeah. do we start again? That's going to be <laughs> the only option. We can also options. start again. Great, I okay. like it. We'll do a poll. Okay, we'll do a poll. Anyway, right, so going. now let's actually open the mailbox. A few weeks ago, and this is a serious mailbox today. We spoke about women working in male-dominated workplaces mm-hmm. which to be quite frank mm-hmm. is a lot of them mm-hmm. still and even so even if like for example in workplaces like teaching mm-hmm. for example it is quite female do- or a lot a lot of the time mm-hmm. the actual the lower level roles are dominated mm-hmm. by females mm-hmm. and then the leadership mm-hmm. is dominated by males, mm-hmm. so it would—it's it, probably most like truly, it's mm-hmm. actually most industries. And Sean sent this in to us, so we just want to um, start with a trigger warning. She does mention sexual violence in this clip, and we're going to bleep out exactly where she worked. But it was when she was volunteering to be a firefighter somewhere. Okay, so I volunteered with. And for reference, my very first day, there were probably 40 people there and only three, including me, were women. And on my second day there, I had an old man who was probably 60 tell me that women don't belong in the field and can't be firefighters. And then he went to tell me that he had a career in the army and that women also don't belong in the army or the defense force anything because if we ever go to war the enemy sides you know if we ever go off as soldiers the enemy sides will capture us all and the men will just be murdered but the females will be raped and then murdered and that is why women shouldn't work in the army and I was just sitting there with my jaw on the floor like sorry when the fuck did I ask oh my god Wow. Uh, I would not know what just, to say. And the fact to so use that, like to, to speak about rape, to, you know, and especially knowing too, for like me, I personally haven't had uh, experience with that. Obviously, it's absolutely horrible mm. and it's extremely triggering for a lot of people. Mm. And so to speak in that crude, disgusting yeah. way in a workplace is just completely inappropriate, especially when, I mean, it's it's so wrong, but especially with the power imbalance of like being such a small minority group, being a woman in that workplace.
1: Well, th- exactly. That's what I was going to say is
0: like, what was he insinuating from comparing
1: how women shouldn't work in the firefighting industry to his story to about army.
0: women in the army? Like that's, yeah, that's horrible. I'm sorry. It is so fucked. And it's just men like that, that person that said oh. that to you, Sean, I'm so sorry that, that you had to go through that. They are the reason that change is taking so fucking long mm. because they are so narrow-minded Yeah, and, sorry, dumb, mm. that they can't, That that's how they think. Yeah. Yeah, narrow-minded and just not wanting to change their ways
1: either, not willing to, like, learn and listen. Mm. But they won't be around for much longer.
0: Okay, there you go, there you go. Okay, and the next one is from Phoebe, and this is also about men and women in the workplace. Hi there, absolutely love the pod. Oh, thank you. And just listened to the app about the differences between men and women in the workplace. I wanted to share some advice I got that I found super helpful and hopefully will help other women. I have worked a corporate role now for a couple of years in London and New York, and when I was junior, I was always being told that I should speak up more, be more assertive, have more confidence. It's hard advice to implement, especially when it comes from senior men who just naturally have a different style. And I always felt like I shouldn't necessarily have to change the way I present myself to fit their mold of what counts as presence and confidence. Anyway, one time I was catching up with my mentor, a fantastic senior woman in the company, and mentioned all of this to her. And she gave me the best advice. Stop using the word just. I've caught myself doing it so many times since then and really had to catch myself and stop saying it. I just wanted to ask. I'm just checking in. Can I just ask? I'm just wondering. I just think. This is, yes, I Mm. honestly could not agree with this more. (laughs) It is a small change to make, but it means that you don't demean your own opinions and input. And I found that everything I say sounds more impactful and considered. There's so many times I've heard other women do it. Sometimes giving an opinion that completely changes something, but because they add it as just a small point, et cetera, it doesn't get the recognition it deserves. Anyway, I found it a small change and it makes a huge difference. I love it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And it comes back to too, what we've spoken about in terms of as women as well, we frame things as a question because it's very similar to using it's the like word a just. It's Exactly. Because if yeah. they don't agree with you, then you can kind of go back on what you and said. And we can't be hard. Exactly right, and mm-hmm. just just is such. I find as well what um, often when when you ask someone what they do, so often as women we say, "Oh, I'm just this. I'm just that." Mm. And when we say that in using that word, we're belittling ourselves. Because yeah. Whatever you do for a job, it, and it, I think too, when we use it. it in just like, "Oh, I'm just a podcaster," or whatever, yeah. I'm just whatever it is, we're putting ourselves down, and we don't yeah. have to. Our 100%. jobs, first of all, don't define us; like they're not our identity. Mm-hmm. I mean, from like I know it's it's a it's a it's difficult because like it is definitely a part of our identity, but they're not our entire identity. Yeah. And they also don't have to be a part of your identity. It's it's completely up to you. Yeah. But every job is valuable. And I think often depending on the salary of that job or how senior it is, that's how we think mm. to use just or not just. And so it's really important that whatever job you have, you own it. For sure. So thank you very much, Phoebe, for that advice. That is so fantastic. And I think too what I loved in that, Is that she had a mentor within her company that was a woman. I think that's amazing. And for especially because she's a senior woman and she would have been through a lot of this. Mm. And so having people in your corner that you can go to for advice or as a mentor or even just listening to podcasts, whatever it is, to help you navigate this type of thing Mm. is really powerful and highly recommend. Oh,
1: for sure. And then for people who don't, thank you, Phoebe, for paying it forward and letting us help you share it to those who might not have those mentors.
0: For spe- <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I wish you could see every time we play that, we both have a bit of a a little jiggle. A little and Steph full jiggled. and I'm really into, into it now. now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we'll feel that way about the
1: kickmail one too, one day. One. <laughs> Although it would be a very different jiggle. Oh yeah, like,
0: little... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Zebbie, what is your special share this week? Okay, Laws, this one's not for you.
2: Okay. I just know that you're not going to like it. Oh, it's a
0: thriller.
1: No, it's not a thriller. It's It's a war movie. Oh, no, no, it's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Um, But for everyone else who can handle war movies, this one is called The Covenant and it's by Guy Ritchie and it's got Jake Gyllenhaal in it, who is a fantastic. Produced by Guy Ritchie? Yeah. He's like a very well known. (gasps) They like to promote that because he's. Anyway, Jake Gyllenhaal. I know real like Taylor Swift fans are probably like going to be angry at me for saying this, but he is. Can you show me what one of like? my favorite actors? Of course. Oh yeah, I love him. Did yeah. they date? Yes. Everyone's you know saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone saying all too well was about him, okay. but she's come out and said it wasn't. So we trust in Tay Tay. Anyway, um, it's a fantastic movie. So basically, it's it's based back when the Americans went over to Afghanistan for the war after 9-11. And what the Americans often did was have local interpreters who could basically interpret for them and what the deal was promised to these interpreters that if they did good and helped them, that they would get visas and they could live in America. But what these interpreters were doing at that was like completely putting themselves and their families at risk because if the Taliban found out that they were interpreting for the other side, they were often like murdered and it was horrible, right? So they were completely putting their lives at risk, working with the so-called enemy um, to get, find a better life for their families, basically. And this story is not—it's not a true story. Which I, at the end, I was like, "Oh my god, is this a true story?" Because it was so gripping. Is about a relationship between an American soldier and an interpreter, and it is amazing. It is such a good story. But yes, if you cannot handle kind of war scenes, there there a lot of killing it. and stuff? Well, yeah, it's the war, yeah. so a lot of people die. But it's a fantastic film.
0: So. Oh, it sounds really good. 84% on Rotten I think, Tomatoes. Oh, love, yep. love it. I think I just need to be in a different headspace yep. to watch that. I think I can watch that type of movie if I don't feel anxious at all. And I'm like, yeah. But maybe not now. Anymore.
1: I'll have one little spoiler. So if you want to really watch it and you don't want a spoiler, don't want, but I think this is going to help you watch yep. it. So please skip ahead if you don't want the spoiler. It has a happy ending.
0: Yeah, see, so and then if maybe I can watch it, then it yep. does help. And, help me. Um, and you can watch it on Prime. Amazing, thank you. What's your special show? Mine is a podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, It is on the Imperfects with Dr. Emily and it is called How to Stress Less. It is fantastic. If anyone is feeling burnt, often at this time of year, I think especially if you live in Australia, we're in the middle of the year and you aren't going to Europe or, you know, because a lot of people have like three, four week, every trip's planned, which is amazing for them. Mm. And also if you go on TikTok right now. Everyone's A lot of people in my feed are in. Maybe I should stop watching and then we'll stop yes, definitely. serving me that See, content. I'm not getting that on TikTok. Oh, I'm getting it on Instagram. A lot of mine is is that. Yeah. Right. And so I think at this time, when we're so far, like being in Australia from our summer, mm. which is almost like six, six five months away mm. kind of, and that break, it feels really far. Yeah. And because it's so dark and cold, etc. And And for us, workswipe is very busy at the moment. And so I'm pretty close to burnout currently. Yeah. And so, but I'm managing it. Yeah. Managing it. And so this podcast is really fantastic, and I feel like it came at the right time because it is all about Dr. M, who's a psychologist, speaks about tools you can implement to manage burnout. And yeah. I think for me, what I'm really kind of working through is right now with where we're at at Kick and the things that need to get done. I can't really manage my workload. Like my I, that's one thing that's out of my, con- it, yeah. I, and it's funny, You people might be listening and being like, yes, you, you can no, always change you your can't. workload. But right now with the things that that we're doing, mm-hmm. the tasks that have to be done within my role. I, and I, things they, come up every single day. That's right. Every exactly day. right. Yeah. And so I can't, I'm, I'm trying to control the controllable. So I'm letting go. The, the workload is something I can't change. Yeah, What I can change though, is things that I'm doing when I get home. So one tool that I really liked was what I do sometimes when I get home, I just get home so tired. I just mm. sit down and I open my laptop and start working and put the TV on and just have this mind, like it's not mindful watch, not that any watching of TV is mindful, but it's like you're looking forward to the show or anything. And I just, I'm not having any break from the screen. And it's just like, I'm not having that moment for my brain to kind of switch off. Mm -hmm. And I'm also then not prioritizing exercise as much because I'm so tired, et cetera. So I've been this week, getting home and going for like a half an hour walk. Yeah. And even though it's dark and cold, yeah. <laughs> it's made such a difference and adding in my interval runs again, which I haven't really been able to do a lot of because of my knee, mm. but in the morning it's just made me feel so much better. Mm. And they're the things that I can control. Anyway, I really, really enjoyed that episode. I'm so glad you recommended it because I've listened to it and I loved it. And there was so much in
1: there, I think, that I related to. And I think um, outside of those tools that you were talking about then, it was also just the things that come up that may mean you are edging towards burnout. Mm. So like different kind of things are happening physically or mentally with yourself. You can now kind of pick those things up. And I've experienced burnout before. So since that experience, I can pick up on some of those things. But it was a really good reminder of like, okay, when these things are happening, you really, as you said, mm. need to control what you can control. What are and your I think signs? My signs? Yeah irritable like mm-hmm. i'm so irritable the tiniest thing annoys me and i'm snappy i'm short um and i just kind of shut off from like the usual things that would make me happy and mm-hmm. like spending time with josh for example it's one thing i'm like no i just want to be alone and turn the tv on and whatever but really that's like I, it's like i know subconsciously that's probably the worst thing for me right mm-hmm. now so it's things like that i know it's like edging towards and it's also getting to the end of the day feeling like i could cry or explode mm-hmm. from emotion because i I'm putting myself down from things I missed or things on the to-do list that didn't get done and just feeling really guilty for it. I think that's when I know I'm like edging towards a breakdown of some some sort. Um, and as you said, I need to be able to kind of figure out what I can control and it definitely helps. And I did the same thing. I went for a walk the other night and
0: I was kind of like... It was fifteen minutes, like it wasn't even half an hour. But I was like, why don't I do this more it often? Make, but it's just it is hard in yeah. winter when it's when it's so dark and yeah. cold to get home and mm. then put depending on what you're wearing, if you're wearing like walking clothes, great. But then to put on walking clothes No. You put you don't have to You, you just, just, put just put go your on puff. your jeans. You can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sorry, I'm like if I'm wearing heeled boots, I'm not gonna go for oh, yeah, a no. stroll in my heeled no. boots. No. But all I do is I get Dalton's North Face Puffer. Yeah. They're very warm. No wonder they're such good like just worked this out. I put on his North Face face up as if it all you have to be warm yeah and when you're warm and you're walking outside in it's crisp refreshing. air it's actually beautiful but you I just got to get warm first because it seems like oh it's too cold I can't do it and it's dark and whatever and yep. also for women too like it's sometimes like I find it sometimes scary to walk that's why walk I haven't waited it for yeah. so long but it's as long as you go on light streets like 100
1: but I think what I loved about this in this chat as well was that Josh opened up to say like a lot of this doesn't really sound like I could really implement into my Josh, life? Josh, who's one of the hosts, yes, of the sorry, not your yes, husband, yes, not sorry. Your husband. <laughs> Um I really liked that he opened up about this because he was like, okay, that's all well and good for for people like Hugh, for example, who loves high interval and like training and he trains every day and, and there's all that sort in, of stuff. So
0: this was in response to exercise. a lot of the recommendations around preventing Movement. burnout were yeah. exercise, meditation, eating well, a yeah. lot of ha- health stuff. Yeah. yeah. That a lot of people when you
1: hear it all, you're like, I'm just not gonna have like I've barely got the time to eat my dinner, you know, let alone meditate and exercise when I get home from work and all that sort of stuff but I love what she said was because it was like when we think about movement it doesn't have to be a workout every day like she identified that Josh say might want to dance with his family put some music on and just do a boogie like that's a form of movement and that's a form of like release and moving your body and so I think yeah it's a wonderful podcast episode
0: wow well, on that note yeah let's get out of here <laughs> So if you would like to find out more about Kik or sign up, we've got a seven-day free trial. You can download our app on the App Store if you search K-I-C. Um, and our website is kickapp.com. You can also find us on Instagram at kickpod. Please vote on that sound <laughs> if you like it or if you don't. And also please send us through any thoughts you have on the podcast. We love our Kickmail segment and we love getting you guys involved in the podcast as well. You can also find us at Smith at laura.com and at kick.app on insta we're also on tiktok and we will be back in your ears on wednesday
2: bye bye